Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. All right, well, it's going to be a cracking match and joining us to speak about it. He won't be out there today. He is getting managed, but Dyson Heppel has been very kind enough to give us some of his time. Dyson, welcome to the program. Good on you guys. Thank you. Now, we're just looking outside gate three here at all the country paraphernalia. There are animals everywhere. Everyone's getting into the spirit of it. You're a Lee and Gathard boy. Are you a little bit sad to be missing this one? <laughs> True. No, it's a, a fantastic occasion. Uh, I think country around it's um, yeah, really supportive of country communities and, and the regional areas. And I think it's a, such a massive part of growing up in the country is um, you know, community sport and getting involved. And, and footy was a big part of that for me. How is the body? How are you feeling? Yeah, going really well. Uh, body's holding up, uh, holding up well so far, and um, had to obviously uh, map this one out with Scotty um, earlier in the year to get a couple of breathers throughout the season and make sure we're fit and firing every round. So um, holding up well at this stage. How do you categorise Essendon's form at the moment, Dyson? You must be pretty happy with the way te- the team is playing under Brad Scott. It must have been an incredibly uh, different off-season, mass changes. Two CEOs, you know, a new president late last season, a new coach, a new captain as well. With you, with you stepping down, um, I, I know you've been through a lot of change at the club in your time, but it must have been a massive six months. Yeah, no doubt. Look, we went through um, went through a fair bit, a fair bit of restructure and, and change throughout the back end of the season last year. And um, you know, at times change can be really refreshing, and I think the boys have adapted really well to you know the guidance and leadership of Scotty and. Um, as you say, handing over the reins to Zachy Merritt as the new skipper, and um, you know, it's a bit of a different feel around the place. And um, yeah, the, the guys are playing some fantastic footy in the early parts of the season, and um, enjoying playing the way that that style of game as well. So hopefully, we can just keep building and you know hold a lot of belief in the way we're going about it, and um, stay consistent for for this part of the season. Hep, I reckon there's been a, a couple of false dawns the last four or five years. Um, is this more sustainable, do you think, going forward? And what's changed? Um, oh, look, I think I feel like we've had a real a real element on on our team defence, and and guys just being really diligent in buying into playing that style and, and playing their role for the team. So, um, you know, I feel like over the years you can have whatever game game style you like, but you don't have complete buy-in and full commitment to guys just rocking up and being happy to play their role uh, week in, week out, then um, it's not going to get you far. So I feel like guys have, have been super disciplined in, in doing their part of the team and, and um, you know, stacking up so far. What did the team learn from last week? Played extremely well for three quarters. Collingwood are a quality side. What did the team learn that can take into today? Yeah, I think I think it's not, not being on the back foot. You know, we probably allowed them just to come at us and they build that wave of momentum and, you know, in footy these days, it's so hard to send momentum when um, the opposition has it. So, um, yeah, I think it's some great learnings from last week, just, you know, really embedding trying to continue to play our way no matter the situation and um, don't go away from what, what's working. Dyson, I'm interested in what you're looking at ahead 
uh, for your career post-footy, whether it's next year or the year after or whenever it is. Are you, are, is coaching something that's on your radar? Uh, well, look, I think um, I love footy, absolutely love footy and, you know, and dissecting it and things like that. So, you know, it could be an option to look at post-footy, but <laughs> haven't really thought too far ahead. Uh, we'll see what happens when that time comes. We're speaking to Dyson Heppel ahead of Essendon's match against Geelong here at the MCG. Dyson, a teammate of yours plays game 50 today, Sam Draper. I absolutely you love, him, love watching him. He's always doing something a little bit unexpected. He's a little bit unorthodox. Can you tell us just what he's like and does he have the potential to be a future captain at the club? Because I see those qualities in him. Yeah, fair game. He's, um, he's certainly a natural, a natural leader and uh, guys, uh, guys, certainly warm to him. He's a charismatic fella, and I'm, you know, what you see is really what you get from Big Grace. He's just a big, lovable lad, um, and I think he, you know he's, he's turned into a real cult figure of the of the club. So um, he brings so much energy to the group, and um, yeah, I think he's he's someone that the, the boys just love being around. Always brings a good vibe. So uh, no, I love it. love having him as teammates for sure. Dyson, you should hear Sarah. Every week she comes in and says, how good was Sam Draper yesterday? She absolutely loves him. I reckon if you could, Sarah, you'd get Sam Draper's number on your back. Yeah, maybe. Maybe a little tattoo or something. I don't know. Dyson, if I can just reflect, on last, if I can reflect on last week for a moment, how closely do you analyse that last quarter as, yeah. a, as a club? We certainly dissect it. I think that's the importance of it. You can't just brush over those ones. Um, you need to dive into to what went wrong and, and, and what fell down. And, and as I mentioned before, there's a lot of that around just being really disciplined in terms of the way we were playing and trying to stick to that for as long as we possibly can. And if it starts to falter, then having the awareness of, of where it's going wrong to be able to resurrect it as quickly as possible. And just lastly, Dyson, before we let you go, yesterday... Tasmania, it appears, are going to get the green light for that 19th licence. And we will speak to Tim Payne soon, who is a proud Tasmanian about how it feels down there. Are you happy with that move? Are you happy to see Tassie get their own team? Yeah, I think it's fantastic. Just broadens the horizon for footy right across Australia and it might open some more doors for kids down in Tassie and continue to, to grow the game. So, no, it's fantastic. I love it. Well, Dyson, thank you for joining us and good luck to your Bombers today. Love it. Thanks so much, guys. Cheers.